It's week three. Another glorious week. Another glorious media mashup. I am Clyde Fasick. And I'm Chris Rick. Chris. <laughs> Sorry. Chris is a bit nervous because we are recording late at night in an undisclosed mm-hmm. location <laughs> in Guaynabo, Puerto Rico. Having to make do because of the blackouts. The sweeping current blackouts. Everyone was worried about hurricanes. Yep. Turns out we didn't even need a hurricane to mm-hmm. suffer blackouts. All we needed was dirty privatization. It, it, it's like, you know, we, we said hurricanes and like the, the generate the the plants, they all got like scared, you know, so so they all panicked and they went into they they, they, they all shut down. Yeah, yeah. So uh quick uh, mentioning is there's uh, the sweeping backlogs in Puerto Rico because our main generators are not working because their filters used to cool their turbines mm-hmm. are getting uh, clogged with seaweed. Literally. There, there is an unprecedented amount of seaweed. Which is true. Yes. But apparently we're not equipped to handle that. Yeah, apparently it's also... You know, it's also unprecedented that the now new private owned, privately owned, uh, uh, how do you call them? The the electric uh, the energy distributor energy distributor here in Puerto Rico. It's unprecedented that they do not have a net or a fence or a some uh, something they could use to, you know, keep the seaweed away mm. from one of the main island generators, but. There's a lot of mysteries in this world, and so, <laughs> but we did the best we could yep. for you, our fans, our fan, <laughs> our 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 dozen of fans, our dozen of fans, which are our extended families. <laughs> um, this week was a great week, I think, in terms of uh, what we saw. I think we're getting to a groove on with the podcast. I think we're starting to get to a groove, uh, and we got it done. This week with the third movie in our Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, saga, yeah. Iron Man 2. Okay, I, I have to say like a, l- a little bit of, a, of an apology because I'm yes. pretty sure I mentioned multiple times mm-hmm. in the previous episode that it was mm-hmm. going to be Thor. And I got him confused because actually it's Iron Man 2 and then Thor. So, hey, my bad. Yeah, I mean, no one would have ever known you made that mistake until oh, you mentioned they, it. They would have. They, they're going if there's any fans like they, yeah. they probably would have you know yeah like. marvel marvel fans are psychic um and are, are I, I i think the word you're talk, referring to is psychotic oh yeah you're true sorry uh, the, <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to uh identify them the wrong way <laughs> sorry sorry if I, i insulted any psychics out there <laughs> Uh, I, I, I just like the idea. It's like, oh, you, you like superhero comics? No, you have mind powers. If only it worked like that, huh? Oh, I mean, I, I bet a lot of them think they, they've really tried hard for that to happen. <laughs> uh, this week, also, we got to watch my Packers again. Yep. Come from... Oh, you, you own them? They're your Packers? Well, I don't. I tried to because if you did not know, the, Packer, uh, the Packers are a... What they know is like a... Uh, they don't have a president or an owner. I'm sorry, they don't have an owner. Okay. They're, they're like they, have, they have like a, they have a board of directors and a president, but they're technically owned by the community, sort of. 
and they like a publicly owned company. Yeah, they own they own like stock ownership, and you get a certificate. I don't know how real it is, <laughs> but like that viral uh, wrestling fan that went uh, from ten years ago, it it's real to me. Damn it, <laughs> the they went against the San Francisco 49ers in their uh, home stadium, came yep. back with 30 seconds seconds left, 30 seconds, 37 seconds left in the game. Mm-hmm. Absolute barn burner of a game, but we'll get to that. Yep. I thought this week was, we were going to spice it up, maybe change it up, and start with uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Iron Man. Uh, was it directed by this, also by John Favreau? Yes. And was this his last Marvel... Dictatorial uh, effort. Yeah, this was the, the actually the last movie he he did, like you said, because very few directors have actually made more than two Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. They they used to say it was a thing because because of all the micromanaging and all of that, they would all get burnt out. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like athletes. I think, uh, um, like maybe like 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 a like a mid level or low level like baseball player who's just like two years and out or just changing. I think that John Favreau is like uh, a journeyman director, like a journeyman baseball player. He's, you know, because <laughs> he, 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 he started, you know, with that one franchise, Marvel, and then he did two movies, and then he went to Disney, he did two movies. Yep. And then, I don't know, I don't know what's going to be next. But but it's smart, because, like, instead of being known as, like, the superhero movie guy or the action movie guy, he's now, like, the blockbuster guy. And that, that that's a pretty good, you know. Yeah, yeah, the blockbuster... Uh, the the, um, the the blackbuster movie for everyone. <laughs> what did I say? The blackbuster movie. Oh, uh, the blackbuster movie. Yeah, well, uh, that is actually a documentary I'm making on <laughs> uh, uh, black policemen <laughs> <laughs> during the uh, Black Lives Matter. No, I spicy. I thought this film was uh, probably, I think, the most boring one I've seen yet. Mm. You know, I think it's because none of the characters are, uh, you know, I don't say relatable. I want to say, like, profound. Like, like I don't, I don't really feel like I have to root for them because it's like they're not. There's not a lot of dimensionality lovable, lovable, going but on. Like approachable. I don't. I'm trying to there, think there's of the not word. a lot of dimensionality. They're all one note. Yeah. Know, very. It's like, yeah, it's like sheetrock. It's like it's like it's like it's like pla- It's like, uh, you know. I don't know if sheetrock's a good analogy, but it's just so superficial. You, there's nothing you can grab onto. You can just slide off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because I, I remember that this, I really, uh, I used to like this movie a lot. I, like, I remember when I first saw it in theaters and then, you know, DVD and all that stuff. Because, uh, you know, this is 2009. We still had those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and and, uh, and I remember liking it a lot. And now rewatching it now, like, it's, it's been a long time since I watched it last. And I got to say, it's like, a lot of the things that I thought were like cool, it's just like, eh, you know, like like the Monaco uh, racing yeah. when he's uh, the when he does the little uh, mm-hmm. particle accelerator creates the element, all that stuff. Like those are extended sequences yeah. that I remember thinking like, oh, this is really cool and fun. And now it's like, eh, okay, whatever. Like well, I wasn't bored. There was but less, there's less racing than I than I remember it being in when it came out. You know, I thought there was a good racing. Um, and it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> like it's so random. I guess, I guess I understand why Mickey Rourke the bad guy. Oh, uh, what's it, what's the character's name? Uh, Which I think it's Ivan. Ivan Draco. Draco. Like he, he's. Dude, wi- no, dude, that's from Rocky, man. I'm kidding. No, he's Ivan. He's Ivan something. 
Yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's not Ivan Drago. I don't know. I Ivan like Drago. Dra- Draco, Draco, I don't know. Uh, but, but he's Whiplash. Okay. So I, he would, I, I understand maybe why he would choose a race because Iron Man is not in his suit. He's in a car. Yeah. Like but the, 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 it's so unnecessary. The, the, that whole set piece is an excuse to like get a new Iron Man suit, like which personally that's one of my favorite suits. That whole uh, red and silver suit, mm-hmm. and I always like the idea because that that's one theme. You know, like it's not really how how do I say it? It's not like a an important uh, fr- fr- from a you know oh h- how does this relate to the plot and all that stuff? But a fun little thing that they do throughout all the movies yeah. is that he's constantly working on trying to make the suit more portable and easier to access. You know, mm-hmm. like, it starts that he needs this whole ma- or machines to put it on and off. Yeah. And here, he has the he has a suitcase, suitcase. which is like a portal. It, it's, but, yeah, but you can see, lame. like, when he puts it on, the whole process, I really liked it. And oh, I'm sorry. I just thought it would look so weird. Like, just have a super bulky suitcase. And then, you know, it's, I feel like the bit became, you know, like they before the full script was written. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they made it a suitcase just because they're going to have this scene where Pepper Potts is struggling to get it. I, I, well, and I, it's actually, like a funny prop, a suitcase. I, I'm pretty sure they also so made it a, antique. a, a suitcase because they're, they're, they're doing a whole thing where it's like they call it the football. I think they're trying to, and Happy has it cuffed to his hands. I think yeah. they're trying to do a whole thing like, oh, the nuclear suitcase, that's his equivalent. He always carries did an Iron Man still suit. Did people, were people still doing that in 2009, 2010? I think handcuffing. They still do that nowadays. Handcuffing like the, yourself to your briefcase. Not to your br- uh, the the football the, that's the nuclear codes. Yeah, but I understand that the nuclear codes, but but that that's I think that's what they're trying to do. That that's that's his version of the nuclear codes because it's the football. They they even call it the same thing. It's they're I not subtle it. about it. <laughs> I I understand, but it was I thought it was clunky and lame and in, interjected just as the racing scene. <laughs> and by the way, we also have to talk about the military industrial complex is in full swing in this film. All right, because first of all, we go back into how uh, Stark uh, is promoting privatization, not only in such a fashion, in, in, in such I he guess, literally beautiful, says extraordinary fashion. What? He literally says, I privatize world peace. Literally, he says, I'm going to privatize world peace because I'm going to create these super weapons and fuse them basically with humans. And... The whole movie is that worldview battling with the worldview of, no, it should be the military who's conquering, not private business. Basically, yeah. And, you know, there's no there's no winking. There's no, like, uh, 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 Adam McKay uh, type of film where they're kind of, like, showing you the bad guy side, <laughs> but, you know, on no, no, purpose. No. I mean, no. This is this is this is like you know this is like the the it's national a anthem before dream. This is like the national anthem before the NFL games <laughs> for two hours, you know, literally the whole the jets flying and everything. I mean, but but it is a little bit because at the end With of the Janet day, Jackson's uh, booby and everything. The the military isn't like the bad guy, but but they're very clearly like you know it's like it would be better if they got out of the way of Tony Stark like. 
Like, if the military wouldn't try to hire Hammer to to do all that mm-hmm. stuff, none of this would have happened. Like, like it's it's their fault. So it's you know it's not it's 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 pro USA, but a little bit anti like government bureaucracy maybe yeah. stuff like do you that. Because like the whole thing, like Gary Shanley, he plays a senator, yeah, and the entire movie he's just getting humiliated. And the do you imagine like if that were in real life? And there's like all these Second Amendment rallies, but it's people like in Iron Man suits. I mean, no, no, like, no. Like, they're going to take just away my jet pack. But, but that's one of the things that's crazy, because just imagine for a second that all of a sudden, like, you remember when Elon Musk, like, uh, got the flamethrowers? Imagine if he just made, like, you know, uh, some crazy flamethrower suit and then decided to fight crime with it. And he said, like, no, fuck you, people. I'm doing a better job than cops. Like why 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 not why shouldn't I go out and fight crime with my flamethrower? Like that's yeah. what's basically happening. Exactly, but because I mean Elon Musk makes makes a little cameo appearance in the movie and everything. That's true, and because you know, and because he, he's doing it's not some dude walking around with a flamethrower. It's a billionaire that he can get away with it. Yeah, it's fun. It's <laughs> I mean it's it's very I think it's I think it's a non-fictional work. Um, there's also uh. Let's talk about Don Cheadle, because oh. last uh, week we talked about... Two weeks ago. Uh, two weeks ago, I'm sorry. We talked about uh, the Terrence Howard, who was the original... Uh, uh, Roddy. Roddy, I'm sorry. I keep getting it. Roddy, Roddy, I keep getting mistaken. <laughs> Don Cheadle playing in a very, taking a very different way. You mm-hmm. know, the first, in, the, in the first Iron Man, he's like, you know, a little bit more uh, wild, more similar to... Stark in personality, you know, the scene of the plane, but now he's yeah. full Boy Scout. I mean, I think that's always supposed to be. But, yeah, like, I, actually, I remember when when he first, uh, when yeah. they first replaced him, like, when I first saw mm-hmm. this movie, I didn't like him that much because I always thought, you know, Terrence Howard, he, he looked more like an actual military guy. Like, yeah. Because Don Sheeta, like, he's a good actor, but he also looked like older and skinnier. Yeah, he's a skinny dude for a for like a marine he's, military. He's not high imposing. Rank. Terrence Howard is imposing. Yeah, Don Shields imposing when he's playing crazy, and no one plays crazy. I mean, or like while like crazy like Don Cheadle. Exactly, but but here he's just like. I mean, he does have better chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. than Terrence Howard. Like th- those little uh, one-liner exchanges are yeah. fun, like between them. Like they they've got. Pretty good chemistry. At the end, they started forcing it just to get some lines in. <laughs> a little bit. I, th- I think they even have a joke uh, uh, at, the, at the end about it. It's like, oh, we're, are you all out of one-liners now? Literally. like. Yep. Once again, suddenly the, they're self-aware and, 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 and being self-referential. At the end, when that's never happened, this movie's all over the place. Okay, that, that that that's like the classic uh, modern, you know, blockbuster thing. It's like you, you you do all the lame jokes, and then you make a lame joke about how you've done a bunch of lame jokes. So it's like it's okay to see like all the lame jokes were on purpose. Like it's. I like like what I like seeing this movies in hindsight is because you you can see the franchise being built, and then you can sort of imagine and picture the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like I feel when he did the first movie, Iron Man, it was just. You know, his debut, his pilot, this is the concept, and it worked out. And then, like, Iron Man 2 is clearly, okay, I got to I gotta, you gotta give the producers something. I got to make these, you know, I got four or five producers. They each want something different. Just give them what they want. They're going to finance the next one. 
and mm. we're gonna make this huge uh, franchise. Yeah, because you remember, like the first movie, it was an experiment. Like, oh, will this work? Like, we don't know. This is a big risk. We've got a nobody director, uh, washed yeah. up ex druggy actor, mm-hmm. and then now it's like, oh no, no, we've got the beginnings of the biggest franchise. On our hands, because like Iron Man one, like I don't know the exact gross, but it it made it, it made a bunch of money. Yeah, I mean, and they have ever since. The I just feel like for this one, it was so clunky, and there were so many different paces, and like uh, going throughout the film, I feel like there's like four, five different producers just sitting around <laughs> John Favreau, just going, yeah, I think we need more punchliners. I think it went too serious here at the end, and John Favreau is just. You know, stuffing his face with some huge sandwich and just being fine. I'll just do it. Just, I just want to make, I just want to make adventures in Black Panther. <laughs> just give me five hundred more million dollars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like literally, that's probably the whole thing. It's like, oh, okay, so we see how you've got this huge action set piece at the end where you've got Iron Man and Rhodey fighting all these robots, and you got so much going on. All, but now we need you to also add an an action scene with uh, Black Widow so we can start introducing her character and setting her up for the next movies. Yeah, man. Also, we got to mention Cyberpunk Mickey Rourke. <laughs> I don't understand the super out-of-left cho- uh, choice uh, costume design. <laughs> He's full... Si- I mean, Cyberpunk was the thing, you know, sort of bubbling at the time, you know, with the industrial goths. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, but, but but the whole thing is because because not it, when you say cyberpunk because it, it, he's so weird he's, he's got like this huge like white dreadlocks yeah. and he's always wearing mm-hmm. you know that what I like to call the the action star V neck yeah uh, and, and and like his his chest is huge like it it almost looks fake like like he's got implants or some shit in there I mean I wouldn't be su- surprised if he if he doesn't mm. I mean he fu- he looks like a full on roadie for Ramstein. <laughs> Yep. Oh, I, I, we have to mention because, like, this is you know, it's a classic celebrity uh, process. Like, they do the indie movie that becomes a, a huge uh, surprise hit, which is he did the wrestler, which is like was one of these movies was like, oh, it works perfectly because it's a, about a washed up wrestler trying to come back mm-hmm. and overcome all his demons, and yeah. that's basically making work story at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I think he won the Oscar for best actor, right? Or yes. He, he was at least nominated. If not. Yeah, yeah, yes. I think he did win, yes. All right. And and then this is like the big budget. Like, they probably paid him like over $10 million. And mm-hmm. he's in this movie half an hour, maybe. Yeah. I mean, whoever's representing him did a great job. <laughs> he and, and, you know, for most of the time, he's just sitting down acting mean or walking Typing very slowly, waving his arms. <laughs> you know, it, he doesn't really do much. So props to his management. Props yeah. to CAA, probably. <laughs> uh, the also quick mention um, that uh, there's a scene at the end, one of the last fights, incidentally, which is between Iron Man and Rhodey, or now War Machine. Yep. That in Iron Man is drunk at a party. It's his birthday party, and he's drunk. Mm. I mean, Stark is drunk with the suit on. Uh, you know, being all obnoxious and stuff. Self-destructive. I, I, I like how it's like, since it's PG-13, they can't have him actually, you know, and, and since he's a good guy, they can't have him actually do, you know, something yeah. terrible while drunk. Like, his whole, like, he's out of control is that he's having women throw uh, champagne bottles and watermelons up in the air, and he's blowing them up with a repulsor beam. 
And yeah, like, he's on the stage and he doesn't he doesn't move once, and all he does is move left and right, acting sloppy. Mm-hmm. On stage with him is behind him. I see uh, the DJ. There's a DJ, and he you know ha- he has like the 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 basic DJ booth. It's all white, you know, so, the laptop. So, so 2009, the Apple laptop and stuff. And the kid, I see, he's a short kid, and I see it says DJ AM. I start flipping out, and I ask Christian, does you know who DJ AM is? I did not. He did not. And DJ AM, also, uh, why I'm loving watching this movie, because it's always, <clears throat> excuse me, bringing us back to a time and era when we were in high school. DJ AM was a coming-up DJ who hooked up with Travis Barker, and they were putting out music together and touring, and on one of the f- flights, private flights, it crashed, and he died he was the like he was like the richie valens of the 2000s late 2000s oh shit like and, and that was a prior flight with, with whom with it like, was travis barker you remember travis barker ju- just the two of them i mean i guess in their crew uh i don't remember um i remember he got very traumatized and suffered a lot of burns and to this day he doesn't fly he has his tour bus he he, he created a mobile studio basically mm-hmm. where he on a mobile like drum um rehearsal set okay and so he tra- you know he just rolls around the country producing for people practicing the guitar on the road that's cool and i thought that was a little fun tidbit i want to keep but uh yeah actually really quick tangent it's, it's you, you know that uh commercial f- air travel is the safest uh, form of travel cuz like it is. it's so heavily regulated nothing happens uh, unless you know one in a million and yeah yeah like like the amount happens. the amount but of incidents if yeah. you fly private planes mm-hmm. that is like equivalent to driving a car or worse cuz since you're just dependent on that guy who flies as a hobby it's not his job to make sure everything's right so yeah. then that's why there's so many like uh, small plane and private plane crashes when, when it's just like themselves pilot and they don't have like professional mm-hmm. pilots. It's crazy. Yeah, that's why you should always get on a big plane. But uh, actually, now that you mentioned that whole party sequence, that's like yeah. the sort of the conclusion because they're doing this whole storyline where uh, the, his um, the arc reactor yeah, has the, a palladium thing. Yeah, his his, that's his pacemaker. Uh huh. It, it's poisoning him. So yeah, with palladium. Uh huh. So so he's gonna he's dying, and like that that party he's like it's like oh he'll probably die within the next couple of days. So like that's yeah. why he's super. He's getting like all these like inky black veins that for some reason are also geometric. Yeah, they're they're like like a, a motherboard style like chips. Yeah, know? yeah. The, Digital. The, <laughs> very of the time. Very like it's like the like the Matrix intro yep, on his yep, neck. Yep. <laughs> But uh, okay, so so then, but so that whole uh, storyline, yeah, is loosely based on a famous comic book art mm-hmm. called "Demon in a Bottle." Demon in a Bottle. Do you know from what time? Like, uh, was that like eighties? Eighties, yeah. So it was campy. No, no, it's actually very serious. It, mm-hmm. It's it's a uh, it's 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 one of the most serious uh, Iron Man storylines. Oh really? Because the whole thing is that he becomes a full blown alcoholic. Yeah. And I mean, l- like. I haven't. I've never read it. I've, I've read like the description, and it's it's a bit uh, preachy from what I'm like a PSA ish. Oh, but it was like like they're like they're like. But it's supposed to be like good. It's no. not supposed to be like it's supposed to be good because like the whole thing mm-hmm. is he like I, Alan Moore preachy. I, I think it's like he 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 get he he loses out on some business deal or something like the company's losing money, so he becomes an alcoholic. Really? So it, he's been fighting with the Avengers, kicking ass. 
seen all these traumatizing things, and then he becomes an alcoholic because of a business deal. No, no, it's it's like he drinks a lot, and because the company's failing, it gets worse. Okay, and I mean that that's like his legacy, man. Yeah, and like the the whole point is that uh, he's I drunk privatized peace, when he man. fights with some villain. And he endangers people. He almost kills somebody. So it's like, oh, I'm going to stop being Iron Man. And then uh, Rhodey takes over. Because mm -hmm. that's kind of what happens. Like, Rhodey and him fight at the party. And then he now... It, but, you know, they change it. Instead of taking over and eventually becoming War Machine yeah. like the comics, he goes straight to War Machine. But, War uh, Machine. but mm -hmm. then a lot of fans got kind of pissed because the movie, instead of doing about alcoholism and now... Cause from that moment on in the 80s, like, yeah. uh, Iron Man is still, uh, like, a recovering alcoholic. He doesn't drink. I see. It, he goes a, to meetings. It's, it's a part, yeah, it's a part of his Drinks character. Drinks lots of coffee. Exactly. <laughs> and and uh, so, overall, how would you, we haven't, we haven't thought of a rating system, but we got to find some way to describe so we can compare between each movie. Well, we I, I, I think the best way is, like, all right, so... We saw Iron Man first. Yeah. Incredible Hulk. Would you say it's better or worse than Iron Man one? I guess it have to be objective. Iron uh, Incredible Hulk is worse than Iron Man. And is Iron Man two better or worse than Iron Man? I guess. I mean, definitely worse than Iron Man. It's all the right. worst one of all. I, I think that that could be like a racism. We'll just compare. Okay, like, I see. Like okay, and Iron Man two versus Incredible Hulk. Oh, uh, worse than Incredible Hulk, for sure. Really? I mean, I would say, as in experience watching, I enjoyed watching it, whether <laughs> for good reasons or bad reasons, Incredible Hulk, then I didn't enjoy it. This was just bland, and uh, it just felt like a, it was like a mix between a GoArmy.com ad <laughs> and um, some producer feeding lines to the to the director so the yeah. actors can okay. say you know go on, once again this, is, so this movie is also a bit boring. of a product of its time because 2010 that's when like Transformers was at, at the height of its you know it mm -hmm. was one of the biggest franchises at the time and I remember that, that they, used, they talked a lot about that how that's when sort of like the whole color theory became uh, yeah became a oh thing yeah we have to talk about that yeah so continue yeah the color theory so like there was a lot of like you know I think like Wes Anderson was coming it, up, it, it, so there's it, it, a lot it's of. It's a whole no, because because the whole thing is that there's like a color wheel. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's cyan and orange at opposite ends, so it's basically like they. And cyan is blue. Yes, like the printer. Okay. Uh, uh, blue, yeah, blue and yeah. orange, but I think it's technically cyan, and in the color wheel. So that means that if you have both colors on screen they p make each other pop and it, it's more noticeable the differences between the two objects okay so then they have a full 30 minutes of the movie i mean not the 30 minutes everyone is completely orange in the film everyone has they the all got basic some sun man <laughs> yes in a salon under blue lights but it's kind of amazing because it's ultraviolet like ultraviolet light. I mean, sorry, yeah, ultraviolet light. Well, once you notice it, it becomes weird because it's like the Gary Shandling, the senator, uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Sam Rockwell, Gwyneth Paltrow. Every uh, extra in the film. This guy, uh, the, the bad guy, uh, Mickey, uh, Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Everyone's like, orange, like 2008 tanning salon, orange. It is like Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. I mean, snooky up in this. Ish. And then they're all wearing blue, and all the background is blue. So everything looks like a 
house techno videos from the early nineties. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a, it's a it's a total like ecstasy rave uh mess of colors that is tacky, gross, just like the film. And also in hindsight, you know, watching these movies in retrospect, since we're so inundated and just like uh desynthesized to superhero movies in mainstream or pop culture. Mm-hmm. I'm not impressed by the fact that they're a superhero or they're being introduced as a superhero. So I think that's not helping. Like, I just, like, I don't, it's like, okay, I get it. I already get your Iron Man. Like, what do you do? Like, <laughs> this movie still sucks. Uh, what, 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 like, are you, what, what thing are you, like? No, I'm saying, like, in general, like, in the movies, like, like. I heard you said, like, he's introduced, like, a. Or introduced, or like, like, or we watch the Hulk. Like, okay, I know I'm watching the superhero movie. I'm not like, oh, I'm gonna see what's gonna happen. I'm excited to see how they're gonna be like revealed, or ooh, now look at him doing this battle where he put on the suit. Like, I don't care, man. Oh, you you, you mean like how how they're they're constantly doing like the, like all the glory shots, you know, like slowly showing how he puts on the suit, every single detail, like yeah, I mean, and, and, the, and whole, the whole superhero landing, exactly the, like, that whole vibe. Just I don't really, I I get it, like. What is this, how is this helping the movie out in any way? Yeah, th- there, there's a lot of like uh, that whole like oh, uh, uh, to- Tony Stark is swagger incarnate, mm-hmm. and Kay, actually, and which it doesn't hold up. He's a total goofy, like yeah. which uh, I, one part nerd. that kind of holds up that I don't know if you saw it this way because that, that's one thing I like about this movie because I, I I'm a very big Sam Rockwell fan. I mean, he, I am too. He's great, though. He he plays like the uh, alternate villain because like w- you've got uh, Ivan whatever Whiplash yeah. uh, doing the villain, but mm-hmm. then you've got uh, him doing like Hammer the he's the he's the, the other billionaire the the, the bad billionaire the military billionaire yeah because uh, that, that's one of the things yeah because he takes over the contracts that when uh, Tony Stark says yeah. in the first one he won't do military stuff anymore mm-hmm. he took over so yeah because that's 2008-2009 so that's when Barack Obama won and so yeah. maybe Halliburton Dick Cheney's companies lost all their <laughs> military contracts and they gave them to Sam Rockwell but uh, one thing I want to say about like his whole uh, portrayal is that the the way like I don't know if it's on purpose I choose mm-hmm. to believe it is but the way I see it is that he's supposed to be like the lame Tony Stark so that's yeah. why he has all this swagger all this stuff but like it's supposed to come off as like oh he's not like you're not yeah supposed he's to supposed like to be him. like the he's supposed to be like cringe you know yeah the cringy nerd like the 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 nerd like the guy from Billy Madison bad guy like exactly like like he desperately wants to be Tony Stark but he just mm-hmm. doesn't get it but. Never once does Tony Stark come out looking like cooler. It just looks like two. It's like some kind of Revenge but of the he's Nerd a good sequel. Guy. It's like a Revenge of the Nerd sequel. Just two nerds just trying to measure their dicks. <laughs> um, but yeah, watch any other movie besides this one. That's fine. That's my thing. All right, all right. That's my that, that, official that's recommendation. Your official review. Well, yeah, I, I, I still think it has some shining spots, but. Yeah, I think I agree with you. It's definitely number three of of the of, of the ones we've watched. Yeah, and so we're gonna uh, leave it at that. Yeah. In just one moment, now we're gonna get to my thing. We had a great, great, great game. The Packers are back, baby. It's week three it in San Francisco. Game. We'll be right back. of royalty-free music that we've bought for free on Google. 
<laughs> uh, it makes us sound so much more professional. I hope. Well, hey, at, at least it doesn't have some, you know, um, like like the copyright. Like this movie was that da- this song was downloaded from www.freesounds.org. Because we're professionals, guys. Because we're professionals. We 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 go to the second page of the Google search. Speaking of professionals, we also saw some professional footballers. Oh, that was <laughs> not so smooth. But we'll, I can't believe that wasn't a transition, <laughs> a segue. Um, we did see uh, an amazing game. My Green Bay Packers, led by the, the illustrious captain Aaron Rodgers, they come back win with San Francisco in their home territory, mm. showing ama- an amazing showing of how veterans get the job done. Um, have, you, have you ever seen a football game so exciting before or any sporting game so exciting? I mean, this has been the... I mean, I've seen more. more I mean, yeah, okay, I know, but... Come on, I, I saw the Cubs win game seven. That's uh, true, that is true. But, uh, but no, it was a very tight football game. Uh, insert sex joke here. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was tight. Exactly. Uh, so that, that that was fun because it it was it was barely a comeback win because they went back and forth constantly because yeah but uh, the comeback is more of the position the Grand, Green Bay Packers found themselves in how they got themselves out of it as a win yeah um just to give a little context some early context I'm gonna uh, Aaron Rodgers grew up in the Northern Cal area Northern California area a huge San Francisco fan 49ers fan in fact he. Throughout his life, has been compared to Joe Montana, a quarterback who made his career in San Francisco. Um, okay. When it comes to drafting, when it comes to him declaring for the draft to go become a professional football player, San Francisco was high up in the in the draft order, and all the talk was: look at the narrator; it can't. He's a perfect fit. He's going to go to San Francisco. There was lots of hype. He had. He was there in in the draft. Okay. Uh, th- uh, they they always do it at uh, Radio City Music Hall in New York. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know why, but they always do it there. I find it adorable that the 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 NFL draft is the same place as the Christmas Rockette special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they, they actually. I wonder if they shared the same. They, they were sharing yeah, the like, same. Yeah, like like I'm just picturing like room. like like the the 20 year old football guy about to come out on the stage, and he's like uh, behind the curtain, and like be, behind the 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 background curtain, it's like all the Christmas decorations. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm um I can't. I'm trying to hang my my jacket, but there's there's too many tutus <laughs> here. I can't find any spot. I can't find a spot for my jacket. Uh, they do it there, and he was there, Aaron Rodgers, and they call him, and they skip him. They call Alex Smith, who, while he drama, he does have a good season. He's outshined by his uh his second string, or how maybe you understand his understudy, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. Oh, and Colin Kaepernick becomes I know uh, who quarterback, he is. and there's that whole thing, and so uh, Colin Kaepernick. Gets fired for no reason. And then, uh, I mean, not for no reason. He gets fired for an unjust reason. Uh, Alex Smith goes on to play for a couple of different, uh, to Kansas City. Okay. Where he is, uh, he is he's the predecessor to Patrick Mahomes, who we saw last week. Um, 
So, so is the point of this that Aaron Rodgers has a grudge against Kansas City because they didn't pick against him? Against 49ers. Um, uh, against the 49ers. Yeah, right. He has a grudge, huge, a huge grudge. Because then he starts flying down the picks and the Green Bay picks him. He waits three years to start. Starts on a rampage. So he's at home. Uh, not at home. He's away in San Francisco. <laughs> and these, to be honest, they did start struggling at the beginning. Um, okay. There were some few things uh, I remember you noticing. For instance, uh, the double quarterbacks. Remember the double quarterbacks? Yeah, that, that was actually very, like, y you told me because that's a new thing they're doing, the, the That's something 49ers. that's not, not coming a lot. So always a quarterback is the same quarterback. There's a starting quarterback. He plays every play. Um, sometimes if there's, a, there's a, a thing called a wildcat formation where they'll just take the quarterback out have a running back or a wide receiver play the quarterback position and they'll do a trick play. But there's never been shared duties as an official capacity. This happened this year between um, uh, the two quarterbacks in San Francisco. So, so is the idea that, like they've got, you know, because I'm guessing that the quarterback is supposed to be like sort of a star player because they're, the, they're, yeah. they're almost always the captain, right? Mm -hmm. So, but sk skill positions have become so uh, specific and there's such a need for... Uh, quarterbacks to be able to do things other than pass, you know, that to be mobile, uh, be able to sometimes uh, play different positions. San Francisco, instead of finding, if they found it too hard to find one guy who does everything, they just mm -hmm. found two specialties. So they have uh, Garoppolo. Okay, but, but, but one thing that I'm kind of curious is, yeah. like, do, do you know if, like, are, are they then paying, you know, two quarterback salaries, or do you know if they got him, you know, for a lower price than they would be paying for a star my guess, my, my guess in this case, Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been the starter from last year, he probably has more of a leader primary role since he was brought in to the franchise to be the franchise guy, to be the leader. Mm -hmm. You know, he comes from uh, playing under uh, second string under Tom Brady and the Patriots for a long time. Okay. And he was a breakout uh, second string player. And so he's a guy, and so, but they needed someone else. So this guy, uh, Taylor Hyde, if I'm not mistaken, is his name. He, if you notice, he works the end zone. He works the goal. He would get the touchdowns, run it in, play the fakes, sort of like Lamar Jackson last week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I, I got to mean, I, I didn't notice all that, but I did notice that the whole thing is that they, they run, like, very different plays. It's And, and, and they, because they, like you said, they have one quarterback who's, like, the primary. He's mm -hmm. all, he, he runs, like, 80% of the plays. Yeah, exactly. That was and Jimmy then when Garoppolo. they want to run, like, specific, you know, crazy, or not crazy, but very different mm -hmm. plays, they get the other guy. Unlike Green Bay Packers, who don't need that, because we got the best dude in the game. <laughs> like, um, while I hate this guy, uh, this guy in ESPN, um, he has a great quote who says, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. And that's what he did, and that's what he showed. Uh, he... Not only were uh, this, the plays very well designed and executed, the coaching was on point. Mm -hmm. uh, Aaron Rodgers was executing to perfection. All the throws were executed right where they were needed to. Not a single ball out of place. You know, that, that's actually very interesting because I, I remember n now in hindsight, uh, some of the things uh, from the previous game make more sense. Because I remember you were saying a lot of, oh, this uh, the 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 game we saw with the uh, it was the uh, Baltimore Ravens versus yeah and the Kansas City Chiefs Kansas City Chiefs and you were talking about uh, oh 
you know, this is a game based on mistakes. It's all about how teams capitalizing on the other team's mistake. Mm-hmm. And I got to admit, I didn't really get it. But now that I saw this game, because exactly this game, there were like, you know, almost no fumbles. There was no, in, almost no. no interceptions. It was just, you know, two teams trying to get as many yards as they could, as quick as they could. And each team, you know, being pretty clutch when they needed to. Yeah. But, but they, I do have to mention very uh, important factor that played into the game. The refs were flo- throwing those flags. Again, yeah. I mean, it was a flag of Palooza. <laughs> it was a flag festival. It was a flag parade. I remember we hadn't even gone into the second half to halftime yet. And each team already had more than 60 yards in penalties taken from them. Mm. Uh, Speaking of those penalties, uh, one of the ones that, that we talked a lot about was the pass interferences. Yeah. Because that was one of the ones they gave out the most. And they were very arbitrary. They were not consistent at all. Yeah, that, that was very weird. But And we even noticed, because th- that's something that, that I found very interesting, that theoretically there is no, uh, how do you say it? There's like no extra penalty for making fouls on purpose. No, it's not like in basketball where you get kicked out after five fouls uh-huh. or you get a red card in soccer. You just keep getting yards taken away. Exactly. So, so it's like, because I remember that, that was one of the things, uh, for example, like if, if, if you're like, you know, at, at whatever and goal, you mm-hmm. know, first and goal, second and goal, like, yeah, just tackle that 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 the that, uh, that receiver. Better mm-hmm. that than, you know, taking the touchdown. Well, no, well it's always an automatic, an automatic first down. So let's say it's second and goal, and you decide to commit a pass interference, and you drop kick the receiver. Uh, they'll get what the, it's, they'll get half the distance to the goal, which means if you're ten yards from, you get five yards. Your, your ball will be put in the fifth yard line, mm-hmm. and you start with a fresh set of downs. I guess, I guess the 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 first down, the automatic first down rule does help with that. Yeah, the. Um, I did want to uh, mention. I mean, anything, anything you want to mention before I get into it? Because I'm gonna go through the whole last thirty seconds of the of the, of the game. Well, actually, well, well, okay, we we have to get into that. But but yeah. then now now we wanna well before we we get yeah. <sighs> yes. <laughs> think think about. It. I know it was an amazing game. It was overwhelming. It was astonishing. It was beautiful. It was yeah. magical. I want to talk about the experience of actually watching the game because yeah. we watched it through the NBC Sports app. Oh yes, uh, that's true. On on my smart TV. This time we did not use the NFL Sunday Ticket because even though I paid a large sum of money for that service, they black out anything that's on TV. So I gotta find someone with cable. I don't have cable, and Christian doesn't have cable, so we have to download <laughs> the NBC Sports app. Exactly. So what a saga. <laughs> so so we watched it on there, and apparently NBC only has uh, four fucking shows. Cause yes. We, cause, and I noticed that, it took me a while to notice that we were watching like special NBC sports app uh, ads. Because mm-hmm. there, there was one ad that started to play, and then they cut it off really quickly. Yep. Because and it's funny because I, I got flashbacks. Exclusivity. Uh, that's a thing that happens a lot here in Puerto Rico. That mm-hmm. you'll watch like American transmissions of sporting events, mm-hmm. but then all the ads are of local, are locally made. You know? Yeah, or local businesses or local news or whatever. And so we we can we we have an eye for that. And so exactly. the so the the ads were so cringy. All these shows were stupid. The 
Honestly, it was like, torturous. They, they, it, it's like, I, I feel like it maybe, so maybe the ads weren't so bad if, if you only see them once or twice. But we saw them, like, each ad we saw at least 10 times. And it was the same as we saw last week. Exactly. Because all there is, like, apparently yeah. we only have, like, four shows airing. The first one. It's La Brea. La Brea. Okay, so La Brea, a new show on C- on NBC. It's about people falling through a hole. A huge hole. And then they land in, they're not dead, and then they land somewhere. Where we assume. Drama. It, yeah, and what we assume is La Brea, for those who don't know, is an area of Los Angeles. Yep, the tar pits. Known for their tar pits, which are known for have preserved and fossilized all these ancient animals, mm-hmm. which apparently these people find in this huge hole. I, that my, my theory out of nowhere. is they're, they're gonna do like either some hollow earth bullshit, or I would love it if they just go full crazy and it's like a magical tunnel to the other Guys, side of the world. What if it's lost, but we don't have to shoot location? <laughs> we could just stay in Los Angeles. I mean, look, look, look outside. It's Los Angeles. <laughs> it's falling to pieces. People will find trauma. Oh, but did you also hear that? There's a new judge on The there's, Voice. There's a new judge on The Voice. Uh, the amazing Ariana Grande has joined The Voice. Yeah. As a judge. And first of all, this is a, we're going to say the first example of another example of the fake tweets that these people are putting on their ads to think that they're actually being reviewed. Um you 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 you're you're the one who spotted the the one of America's they, Got they, Talent. It, it was like BRB gonna get cable right BRB now. BRB gonna get cable right now. I didn't have cable. I used to have it because I used to live ten years ago, and then I quit. Because you know that's something people tweet. Because we don't need anything more. But since I found out that Ariana Grande is gonna be a new judge on, on America, the Voice, on the Voice, I'm gonna go get cable. I'm not gonna watch the clips. They're gonna put themselves on YouTube. I'm going to go get cable. <laughs> and last but not least. Yeah. Why are you so ordinary, Joe? Ordinary Joe just find an ordinary way to kill himself. What? First, I don't even, I still don't know what the show's about. I mean, like, I, I think, I, I, I think. Let's try to, to explain it. Do you want to try to explain it? It's going to okay, be a hard one. My, my theory is because at one point, I think there was like some blurb where they said something about, oh, this is the new This Is Us. Yeah. So I think they're trying to like, because you know, you know how I never saw it, but I do know mm-hmm. that it's supposed to be like, it takes place in two time periods, like the same family, but in the same. Ordinary Joe? It, no, no, no. The This Is Us. Oh, this is us. Yeah, it's it's like seventies and modern day or eighties or mm-hmm, modernism. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I bet they're trying to do that same thing with Ordinary Joe, where it's like, oh, we have three storylines, but instead of time skipping, it's alternate dimensions. But I bet yeah. there's not, that's never like I bet there's not gonna be any any sort of weird sci-fi stuff. It's just three concurrent what if storylines. It, yeah, it's like exactly. It's like alternate timelines. It's like if there's someone with a die dice and mm-hmm. just doing alternative timelines. Like, I, I bet they're going to do a thing where it's like the dad dies at the same time in all three timelines or whatever, you know, like... Yeah. So, so it's like you see three verses of him dealing with the same problem. And, yeah, so there's three types of Joes. There's one that becomes a doctor, one that becomes a famous, successful singer, and... One w- that's a cop. One that's a cop. Cause the thing, <laughs> and, then, and then the whole show's about what if... What if... It's that feeling of what if? What if you made the decision you 
didn't expect to. What if to. one decision could change your entire life? But all the examples seems like he's doing pretty well for himself. There's no like drama. Like he's a he's a well-off doctor. He's yeah. a successful cop, becoming a detective, and he's a famous singer. So, oh, but what if? What if I did this? What if I did that? Oh. I gotta what, suffer what, in my what, success. What if, in, what if instead of becoming a a, a, a well-respected doctor, I could instead become a rock star? Mm, I can't <laughs> deal with my life. I'm so insecure. Uh -huh, like oh it. my god! It's it's it's, Th it's that, Iron that, Man that two all like over the worst again. Show. Yeah, I mean, but we were saved. And the last thing I wanted to talk about that, that that's something yeah. we we mentioned while we were watching it is mm -hmm. that I noticed that because uh, okay. All all sports transmissions now they like to use some CGI, especially with the field. Like I, I like when they do like you know the they get they give you a little foot the 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 first down yeah. line all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, Th all that the makes graphics. Sense. Mm -hmm. But then they like to use a lot of like you know like this is football. Like oh, they, use, they introduced the stats. We didn't put the watch graphics. it, but we we mentioned it that the the most famous one is yeah. the Fox robot. The Fox Sports robot. Which is basically a terminate uh, a transformer robot who spikes exactly. the ball and does the moonwalk. But and, and like he said, every time they're gonna introduce the stats or whatever, because you know all sports have the. And now it's time for the progressive. Yeah, the pro progressive MVP stats of the day, and then they bring like uh, some graphic. That's like that's, that's, that's like the like topical like like just. A CGI special effects. There's like l excitement. Yeah, and it's always like topical. So like they'll do it Thanksgiving themed and Thanksgiving. Exactly. They'll do it like you know uh, Christmas themed and Christmas. So they had it actually themed uh, with the Kabul takeover. They're putting out stats while there's footage of the Kabul. I'm kidding. That did not happen. <laughs> but they what what they really do is they put really cheap like. CGI graphics of I don't know football players in a like like those Thailand news footage reenactment CGI. Oh no, no. I, 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 yeah, they they do like the whole like 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 video game intro. Like they I, mm -hmm. I saw that like every time they're interested in the, the football. Yeah, like, all, all there's all, like the 360 rotation thing. Exactly. All all that was missing was like the the button A like skip loading like <laughs> holding out so you can skip the cinematic. Yep. Yep. So, but. This whole mess was saved from pure beauty. By the way, I have to mention, um, the the record books were once again opened this weekend. History was made. The right. Hall of Fame was opened and enshrined by the OG Justin Tucker kicker for the Baltimore Ravens. He kicked a 66-yard field goal to win the game. Broke the NFL record. Mm -hmm. First set originally in Pittsburgh by a guy who made it with a club foot. So, wait, there were at least two games this week that were won by, like, last minute. Three uh, games. Field, three games. There were three games. Who last minute, were last minute And they were all above 50-yard kicks. Nice. The In the case of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, for those who didn't watch, boy, for, for, first, like, let's set the scene because, like, the whole game, it's been very back and forth. They've both been making mm -hmm. touchdowns. It's been a very tight game. Yeah, the Packers would take the lead. They, actually, they started with a pretty commanding lead because they had like a they're 21, 17, 17, they, 17 to zero. Sorry. Yep, and then uh, the San Francisco 49ers catch up. But actually, that's something that was very interesting to me because I remember when I was watching because, you know, I, I still don't have all the football rules. Like, I know them, mm -hmm. but I'm not constantly thinking yeah. of them. So I remember that how it became a huge deal to make a touchdown before the end of the mm -hmm. uh, of the second quarter. Yeah. 
And I remember thinking, like, oh, well, why is it just a big deal? Like, they, you know, they, they'll still get another chance to wear But then I realized, oh, like, they're making, like, a drive. And if they end it with a touchdown, then uh, since it's halftime, they receive the ball. Mm-hmm. And then they made another touchdown. That was a yep. huge deal because that's how they were able to make two touchdowns in a row exactly. and catch up. Like, so it's like, hey, I'm, I'm getting the strategy. I'm, I'm yep. Gonna, and then so uh, San Francisco takes the, uh, the lead. Mm-hmm. And they're able to uh, take the lead, and they kick the ball, and the Green Bay Packers start in the opposite end of the field with 37 seconds left. And they're down by one. They're down by one. Now, in most cases, that would be very worrisome, and no one would expect. But knowing the history of not only the Green Bay Packers, but the Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers (laughs) in the fourth quarter... Making clutch plays, mm-hmm. getting that win, <laughs> doing their job, is unprecedented. Even the announcer. So, 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 would you say that Aaron Rodgers and his Green Bay Packers showed up? They showed up and played the game <laughs> to win. They, it was a beautiful thing. The announcer, Chris Collingsworth, a man who has played many seasons in the NFL and announced a lot of seasons, said so himself. He said, 30 seconds, 37 seconds seems like a little time. But it is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I think they might have given them too much time. Mm-hmm. And they did. Aaron Rodgers goes straight to his man, De- Devontae Adams. Two passes in a row, each pass above 35 yards, 30, 35 yards. To set up the veteran Mason Crosby, the great haired hope, in uh, uh, past the 25 yard line. Just a beautiful, technically uh, sound, down the middle, routine field goal. Like every, it, it was 37 seconds and everything was done so calmly. I don't know if you, you, you must have remembered. Aaron Rodgers wasn't like sweating, nervous, rushing. No, like, like yes, like you, you could feel that. It, it's funny, but, but yes, you're right. Like that, there was this, like, there was pressure, but they weren't showing it. There, it, there wasn't this whole like we have to nope. do it. This is veterans and, doing and, what they do. But also because they, they also did something. They were very smart with the time management. I remember they did. Uh, did they have a timeout left or something? No, what was it Green that Bay they Packers, did to, to like stop Green the Green Bay Packers were. Out of timeouts. That's the oh, other they, thing. They, they would, they so were they would spike the ball. Spike the ball. Yeah, so that's when he sacrificed the, the down. They spiked the ball to stop the clock. Mm-hmm. So w- they didn't even have timeouts, son. <laughs> San Francisco, I think, had two. Yep. Because that, that was because they, they, ha- they lost one of theirs because of a, 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 f- a failed. Green uh, Bay lost it because they challenged the first down placement. Yep. Uh, and it did not go through. Also, Forgot to mention, adding to this drama, both coaches, young head coaches, coached together in various different teams, started coaching in the same team, good buddies, and... They're, like, from the same coaching trees? Yeah. That's what you were talking about the other day? And not only does it must, not only does the win itself, how we've described it, must feel good, beating your close friend and colleague <laughs> must feel so good. I mean, me and Christian play any game. <laughs> and it never gets old to beat him. I love beating Christian at games. You know, the, the few times it happens. 
the 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 once in a blue moon time that happens, <laughs> even in the games that I like and the sports games, I only win sometimes. But yeah, but it, it was definitely a, a fun game. Like, uh, I gotta admit, at one point I was getting very like, oh, now he's not gonna be happy because they're gonna lose. And oh, uh, if they would have lost, I think the episode would have been a lot better. This podcast <laughs> would been a lot better content. <laughs> um, but another great showing next week. We have another great game. It's another Sunday night game, Chris. I think we're we're we've had a good string of Sunday night games. Um, next week, Tom Brady and his Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going back for the first time since he's been in Tampa to play at New England. Right, they've been hyping the shit out of that. Out is back at his home stadium against his old coach. This week, stuff is going to pop up. It's going to be a good, exciting game. And it's a Boston crowd. And they're not, <laughs> they're not warm and welcoming. <laughs> they don't like betrayal a lot. You, 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 ask think, any, you, ask, you think they're going like, to like, uh, uh, boo him a lot? Oh, I, I mean, I hope so. It's but, I mean, good, but, but they're that type of TV. crowd. They're that type of crowd. Yeah. I mean, ask any sports fan in any sports league, Boston fans. They're it's all like Boston yeah. fans and Philadelphia fans <laughs> and and Oakland fans. Well, they're not even Oakland on the NFL, but Boston fans and Philadelphia fans, you do Infamous. not want to play there and get there. Oh, I mean, infamously, Philadelphia fans pelted snowballs at, Snan- at Santa Claus, knocking him down. <laughs> they, uh, it gets so bad at the Philadelphia stadium, they have their own jail cell, like their own nice. police station. Nice. That's how you know it's a good and time. judge and 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 courtroom <laughs> for like you know like, it, so it, like it's it's presided by ah what's what's the name of the mascot? It's presided by the ah, by the by the 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 no but but the mascot from the is from the the baseball team. You ah. mean the Philly the Philly? Oh my god! I don't know. What Whatever. do you call that? It's presided by by a mascot. Yeah, that joke died. Son. <laughs> I think we have to quit the podcast right there, man. Uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you about this great uh, uh, football game and that really bad movie. <laughs> but next week is going to be definitely better because we're going to see Tom Brady go back to New England, uh, face Bill Belichick for week four football, and our film is going to be... I don't know if it will be better because it's going to be th- uh, Thor. Uh, for real this time. And that's the first Thor, which was not the good Thor. I mean, there's just there, it, it's more like there's just the one good Thor. All right. I cannot wait. That's been Media Mashup, guys. Please like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell the person at work you don't like to listen to this. Also, leave us a review or however it works in whatever app you're listening to us. And Please. you can find us on Facebook, uh, yes. Media Mashup. Finally created the Facebook page. Like us, and we'll be updating there. We'll hopefully put some funny content. Maybe. I don't know. Find We're out. We're working on it. This Only is one way to find out. Only one way to find out. Liking and subscribing. Thanks for listening. This has been Media Mashup. Brought to you by State Not really. <laughs>